None of us escape humiliations in life, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to grow in humility. Welcome back everybody. Today is the second Friday of Lent and we are focusing on the meditation 110 from Divine Intimacy on Humiliations. Thank you so much for joining us on this interesting topic of humiliations. Do you like being humiliated? <laughs> well, Father Gabriel has some stuff to say about that. <laughs> Many souls would like to be humble, but few desire humiliation. Many ask God to make them humble and fervently pray for this, but very few want to be humiliated. Yet, it is impossible to gain humility without humiliations. These are striking words from Father Gabriel. He goes on to give an analogy. Imagine a student who desires knowledge. They want knowledge in their mind, but they do not want to study. Well, therefore, they're never going to have knowledge. And he gives the example. He says, so it is with those who want humility. The only way to acquire humility, he says, is to be humiliated. And he makes the further point and says, uh, we're not even on the road of humility if we do not desire humiliations. A, a pretty, I thought that this was a really interesting insight. I guess it would be the same with a, a student who wants knowledge but has doesn't even desire to study. And so we have to recognize that if the Lord has allowed humiliations in our life, it is for the purpose of the growth of the virtue of humility. Mm. But we fight against it because we've got something called pride, or maybe it's just me. You had some thoughts on this, Janelle? Well, there was a couple things. I, I remember someone telling me this when I was like in my young adult life, and I was just like, oh my, do I really want to be humiliated? I really did not like humiliation. I, I'd rather just go completely unnoticed. Like, don't, you know? <laughs> but at the same time... Um, like I can see the importance of humiliations and how, how, and how we receive them. But the thing is, one thing that really helped me over the years was this litany of humility. And it's so funny because it wasn't until I was reading this to prepare for these videos that I realized I haven't been praying my litany of humility f since we moved into this house. It's like I completely forgot about it. Oh, no. Yes. So I'm so grateful. <laughs> and I went and I found it. I knew exactly where it was. And here's my litany of humility that I've had since I was like 18 years old. It's laminated and everything. And um, it, it asks, it says, it says here, you know, Oh, Jesus, meek and humble of heart, hear me from the desire or sorry, from the fear of being humiliated. Deliver me, Jesus, because a lot of us are afraid to be humiliated. But really, we need it. <laughs> humility is truth. Therefore, let us tell ourselves that since we possess nothing of ourselves but sin, it is but just that we receive only humiliation and scorn. So we get close to a definition of humility from Father Gabriel. Humility is truth. I've also heard another definition. Humility is the acknowledgement of truth. When we acknowledge the truth about ourselves, about the situation we're in, um, that's an expression of humility. And he makes a really great point that the only thing that we can call our own is our sin. God had no part in our sin. He did not cause us to sin. He doesn't lead us astray. There is no deceit in him. And so the only thing that we can attribute to ourselves is our sin. Everything else from the hand of God. And that's a, a great thing to remember uh, if we want to strive to grow in humility. I never heard anything bad said of me, said St. Teresa of Jesus. 
which I did not clearly realize fell short of the truth, if I had not sometimes, often indeed, offended God in the ways they referred to, I had done so in many others, and I felt they had treated me far too indulgently in saying nothing about these. So how do you react when people criticize you? And maybe unjustly criticize you? Maybe it's a little bit not quite exactly the truth? Well, St. Teresa of the Child Jesus really gives us an interesting example to follow. Um, she says, well, Basically, my understanding of what she's saying here is like, well, if it was sort of true or not quite true, I realized within myself that there's much worse things that they didn't see, basically, and I know of myself. <laughs> and so, therefore, I think she concludes that she has no reason to be defensive. Um, interesting. St. Catherine of Siena said that there's two reasons why we never have to be defensive. One, they are wrong. And, well, if they're wrong, then it doesn't matter what they think. And the second reason is they're right. And if they're right, well, therefore, we should change. Mm -hmm. So now you never have a reason to be defensive again in your entire life. <laughs> it's interesting, though, because I think even if someone were to say something that was true that about me, I think that I would be like, they shouldn't say anything mean, even if it is true. Where Yeah, and where St. Teresa is saying, yeah, that, that might be true, but then actually it falls short of the reality of what right. I know within my heart. Yeah. Interesting. Something I, I think I need to grow in, huh? Yeah, I for sure need to grow in that. St. Bernard teaches that being humble and being humbled are two different things. We can say that everyone, in one way or another, receives humiliations in this life. Not many, however, become humble because very few accept humiliation and submit to it patiently. So isn't that true, that none of us escape humiliations in life? Maybe we are humiliated by our circumstance, we don't like it. Or maybe someone has said something about us, or maybe we have failed in a public way, or uh, we just know that we have failed in a private way and we feel humiliated. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to grow in humility. St. Bernard, is, a couple of things that caught my attention was that we have to accept it. We have to embrace the humiliation and realize it's a stepping stone to humility and that it grows gradually. It does not grow quickly. I think in our pride, we would like to become humble right away. <laughs> but humility grows very slowly, it seems to me, in one's life. I think about an oak tree. When you plant that acorn, you can do all the things right to get that to germinate. You can plant it in good soil, good soil. You can fertilize it. You can make sure it's a place where it gets enough sun. You can optimize the growth, growing circumstances. But in the end, you get all that right, that oak tree is going to grow very slowly. No matter how much you yell at it, grow faster. I'm tired of you taking so long, inches by year. You know, get going. It's programmed. Its DNA says it's going to grow inches by year no matter what. And I think it's like humility. We have to learn, according to Father Gabriel, to savor those moments of humiliation, recognizing it points us towards our nothingness, prompting us to throw ourselves into the providence of God. And if it happened quickly and it happened easily, then it really wouldn't be lessons of humility, would there be? The fact that it takes long, 
is humiliating. The fact that it's difficult is humiliating. And that we have to submit to it and accept this process is a real dying to self, which is the whole point. To get rid of the pride, to get rid of it and say, we can't do this by ourselves. Humility cannot grow by self-help talk. No matter how many battling ram prayers I will say, I need God. And in his due time, if I do the right thing, to the best of my ability, I leave everything else to him and say, according to your time, O Lord, let this grace grow in my life. In the meantime, I will savor these humiliations as a providentially from you. Thank you so much for watching, friends. And I want to say also a special thank you to our monthly supporters. Uh, you've been very generous to us and you help us serve this way. Thank you for being a part of our work. We can't do it without you. We want you to know that we pray for you daily when we say our rosary. Um, in closing, please comment below. Share with us what stood out to you and why. Well, I'll read your comments. We'll take the weekend off, though. Our next video will be on Monday. Have a great weekend, everyone. God bless. Mm -hmm.